What up, yo? It's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Tuesday, September 22nd, episode number 120. You can follow the show. We're on Twitter, at Fantasy Knockout. We're also on Instagram, at Fantasy underscore Knockout. And I am excited for today's show, because it's week three, waiver wire. Who are we looking at this week? What's the flavor of the week as far as quarterbacks and defense? League check. How'd you guys do this week? Did you dominate your opponent, or did you squeak one out, or did you suffer a loss? Um, my money league, I suffered my first loss. I should have won. I really should have won if Dak didn't vulture a touchdown of Zeke's. Um, if you can't tell already, yes, I have Zeke in that league, and I went up against the person who had Dak. who And Dak had three rushing touchdowns. Which is an anomaly. I mean, come on. One of those, he was like handing the ball off to Zeke and then pulled it out and then squirted in for the touchdown. I ended up losing by four and a half points. So, close. But, you know, hey, it happens. Uh, Then the Listener League. I ended up winning. It's crazy. Got another win with major injuries to my team, uh, especially my top picks. Um, I'm down Michael Thomas and A.J. Brown. Uh, But I was able to find startable assets because I have depth on my roster and also I waited on quarterback and I snagged Cam and he's been a huge value as far as a late round quarterback pick so far so kudos there Uh, announcements we got a couple announcements so the hashtag knockout giveaway is still going on only three weeks left for your chance to win a signed Kenny Galladay jersey get those entries in also, if you're looking for accurate rankings or have a question, visit the website, fantasyknockout.com. You can do all these things there on the site. The good. The bad. The ugly. 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 The good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, my goodness. The good this week. Running back Aaron Jones. 168 yards, two touchdowns, four uh, receptions for 68 yards and a touchdown. Total 43.6 fantasy points. Definitely the MVP of the week. Uh, Wide receiver Calvin Ridley out of Atlanta. Seven receptions, 109 yards, two touchdowns for 26.4 points. Another great monster week for him. Tight end Tyler Higby from the Rams. Five receptions, 54 yards, three touchdowns for 25.9 points. So play that Higby. He's a stud. Quarterback Dak Prescott out of Dallas. 450 yards passing. One passing touchdown. Eight yards rushing. Three rushing touchdowns for 39.8 points. Still a little bitter about that one. Uh, Quarterback Cam Newton from New England. 397 yards passing. One passing touchdown. 47 yards. Two more rushing touchdowns for 35.58 points. Quarterback Josh Allen out of Buffalo. 417 yards passing. Four passing touchdowns. He only ran for 18 yards and no rushing touchdowns for 34.48 points. What a stud in the area. His arm is there. Allen is becoming a solid pick as well. The bad and the ugly this week. So running back Saquon Barkley from the Giants. He was projected for 17.67 points. He ended up with 2.8. Wide receiver Devontae Adams out of Green Bay. Projected for 17.39 points. He ended up with 5.1. Wide receiver Julio Jones out of Atlanta. Projected for 16.82 points. Ended up with 3.4. 
Wide receiver Allen Robinson out of Chicago. Oh, he was projected for 14.15 points. And yes, I said he would have a fantastic game, and I was wrong. He ended up with 4.8 points. Oh, Mitch Trubisky, you're killing me. Tight end Mark Andrews out of Baltimore. He was projected for 12.5 points. He ended up with 3.4. Not a good week for those guys. Ready to talk some news? News with views. All right, so we got a lot of injury news this week. Running back Saquon Barkley of the Giants, he suffered a torn ACL. He's out for the season. This really sucks. Um, Deion Lewis, he's the next man up there. Uh, also, there's word that Devontae Freeman, free agent, there is going to have a workout scheduled for today, Tuesday. So that could be a possibility. So stay glued to the uh, news and making sure that if he signs with the Giants, he is worth a roster pickup. Uh, the other news, uh, running back Christian McCaffrey out of Carolina, he suffered an ankle injury as he scored his touchdown. He should have, he's basically saying they're going to, he's going to miss several weeks. Uh, Mike Davis is the next man up there. Uh, running back Raheem Mostert from San Francisco. He hurt his knees, got an MCL sprain. His return remains unclear other than they said he likely won't play week three. So we don't know how long he'll be out. Running back Tevin Coleman out of the 49ers. He's expected to miss multiple weeks with a knee injury as well. So Jarek McKinnon is the guy to own there in San Francisco. Uh, So pick him up. I mentioned him last week. Uh, Definitely, hopefully you guys stashed him because McKinnon will be a, I don't know, top 15 running back now. Uh, Wide receiver Devontae Adams out of Green Bay. He was rolled up on from behind his ankle. And then later exited with a hamstring injury. So if Adams misses time, this means MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Told you guys to pick him up. Quarterback Drew Locke out of Denver. He's going to miss two to six weeks with a sprained AC joint. That's in his shoulder. Uh, Jeff Driscoll is going to fill in for him. This hurts a lot of the Denver offensive options. Hopefully they can... Driscoll's good enough and can figure it out. Uh, Wide receiver Cortland Sutton in Denver. He tore up his knee is the quote, and he's going to be out for the season. So Sutton is gone. Uh, I like Noah Fant there a lot. Uh, Quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo out of San Francisco. He suffered a high ankle sprain, and he is week to week. So Nick Mullins is going to fill in for him there in San Francisco. Uh, Wide receiver Sterling Shepard from the Giants. He's going to undergo an MRI on his injured toe, and he could miss uh, upcoming games. So if Golden Tate's out there, snag him. Wide receiver Paris Campbell out of Indianapolis. He's going to be out indefinitely after injuring his PCL. Um, really bummed about this one because I was high on Paris and was telling everybody to go pick him up, and then he goes and gets hurt. Uh, the guy to own after that is going to be Michael Pittman. Hopefully he's available. Not sure if he is. All right, so I got I to have a little rant here. Um, I was watching... ESPN after the Raider game. So congratulations, Raiders. Woohoo! Yay, they won. They pulled out the victory, beat the Saints in their home opener. It was a fun game, especially since it was my wife's birthday. Again, happy birthday, Michelle, or belated birthday. Um, love you very much. Glad you had a great time. All right, for the rant. So we were watching ESPN. It's after the game, and I heard some nonsense that just pissed me off. I usually don't watch that stuff because it just upsets me like it did. Anyway, so SVP was on. And he's doing this segment about fantasy versus reality. And I was like, all right, I'm kind of half listening. And then he makes a statement saying, your fantasy season is over if you drafted Christian McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley. I call bullshit. 
Sorry for the language. I call BS. It's week two. Your season is not over. Does it royally suck losing your top draft pick to injury? It sure does. I've had many seasons that way. All this means is you won't have as a dominant team as you should have. But if you drafted depth like we've been talking about on this show, and you make moves such as waiver wire pickups, which we talk on this show, or even trades, which we will talk on this show, you can still make the playoffs. And like every experienced fantasy player knows, that means you have a shot. All you need to do is make the playoffs and you have a shot to win the championship. So boo-hoo to all you crybabies who I see on social media posting about their fantasy season being over because their top draft pick is hurt. Well, guess what? I got Michael Thomas. He's hurt. Does it suck? Yes, but you make moves. I won in that league this week. Draft depth. Time to man up. Make the proper moves, like I said, and go win your league. All right, sorry. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. That just really fired me up today. Um, so no COVID news. Nobody on off the list. Another fantastic week of no COVID. So good job, NFL. Kudos to you guys. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Main event. All right, so... To start it off, we're going to talk. There is the Thursday night matchup. That is Miami and Jacksonville. Um, we will be talking about waiver wire, week three ads, players to add, stuff like that. But real quick, if you've got any Miami or Jacksonville players, you could start Devontae Parker on Miami, the receiver there. I'd start him. You could start Gaskins if you need a running back, if you need to fill in. Um, you could start Gaskins. He should be available to pick up this week. Um, on the other side, Jacksonville, start James Robinson if you need the, the depth. Um, we're going to talk about a um, couple receivers. Keelan Cole, pick him up. He's on Jacksonville. Start DJ Chark. You know, start Minshew if you need to. I like that matchup for him. All right, let's talk. Let's talk waiver wire. <laughs> but first, we got to drop it like it's hot. 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 <laughs> so we got to check to see who your league makes drop this week. Most likely they're going to drop somebody who had a bad week. Again, just double check because you'd be surprised some of these guys. One of the guys dropped Golden Tate in my league, snagging him, especially with Sterling Shepard, a little nicked up. So, I mean, you'd be surprised at the value that you can find from other fantasy owners who drop players. I mean, shoot, me, myself, uh, my own Mistake I made. I dropped Jarek McKinnon in both my leagues. I picked him up last week. I tried to make a savvy move, and I dropped McKinnon. And, of course, I go to look, and he's gone. He's, people have already picked him up. So they, other league mates, kudos to you. Congratulations. You guys dropped it like it hot's on me. So that's what I'm talking about. You guys can make these fantastic moves by just seeing who drops certain players. All right. Let's talk waiver wire pickups. All right, so quarterbacks to pick up. Two guys are on my list right now. Gardner Minshew out of Jacksonville. He has a great matchup. He's about 32% owned. Uh, and then the other one is Justin Herbert out of the Los Angeles Chargers. He looked really, really good. He's about 2% owned. If Tyrod Taylor is going to miss more time, which we're not quite sure yet, so hopefully the news will come out. If he is missing time, I'd feel confident in starting Herbert if you need a streaming quarterback. Tight ends to pick up. Jordan Reed out of San Francisco. He filled in amazingly for George Kittle. 
He's about 7% owned. Uh, so if Kittle's out again this week, Jordan Reed, solid start there. Um, Mo Alley Cox out of Indianapolis. He's filling in for Jack Doyle, and he looks good. We all know uh, Philip Rivers really likes his tight ends. He's about 1% owned, so you can pick up Mo Alley Cox if you're looking for a tight end. And then another no name that you've probably not heard is Dalton Schultz out of Dallas. He had a solid week, and he's in that Blake Jarwin role, and I really like that role. I really like Jarwin and his talent, but it was more of that role of the tight end for Dallas. And there's some points to be had there. And so Dalton is about 2% owned, so you can pick him up if you need a uh, tight end. All right, the, let's get to the meat of it, the running backs. So if you are... Missing out on Barkley, you need a replacement. Deion Lewis is the guy there. Also, um, De- Devontae Freeman, if he signs with the Giants, we don't know yet because it hasn't happened. But if he signs later today, um, he'd pick him up. I'd put him above Deion Lewis. But Lewis looked good in the role there. Um, and Lewis is about 5% owned. Also, check to see if Daryl Henderson's available. He's on the Rams. Uh, Cam Akers got hurt we didn't quite know exactly what yet i haven't seen much about that so i don't know if cameron acres is going to be missing a lot of time uh, but if he does henderson he's the next man there with um, um malcolm brown so henderson's about 30 percent owned uh mike davis in carolina he's going to be the cmc phil uh he's about one percent owned miles gaskins he's in miami he's the guy now it's not howard or burita it's gaskins he's about 14 percent owned so pick him up start him if you need a, a a play a lot of people lost running backs this week jarek mckinnon from san francisco he's the most hurt fill-in 21 percent owned so go pick him up joshua kelly i talked about him last week he's on the chargers he's the, he's got that melvin gordon role from last year where uh eckler still has the eckler role Kelly looked great. He's about 39% owned. Go So go pick him up. Uh, let's talk some wideouts. MVS, Marquez Valdez, Scantlin, and Green Bay. If Adams misses more time, he's going to be the receiver there that Rodgers goes to. So he's about 36% owned. Keelan Cole in Jacksonville. I talked about him a little bit earlier. He's heating up. He's had two solid weeks. I would pick him up and just I'm not necessarily play him this week, but at least have him on your bench because if he continues that um, – NBA jam rule where three weeks you're on fire, you're he'll be a stud. He's about two percent owned. Russell Gage out of Atlanta. He I, I'm sold. He's legit. Uh, I would pick him up, stash him on my roster. I'd actually play him if you need if you have to uh, need a flex or whatever. He's been producing there in Atlanta. He's twenty one percent owned. So these guys are available. Michael Pittman out of Indianapolis. He's re- going to replace uh, Campbell, um, who's now out. Pittman's about fifteen percent owned. And then Nikhil Harry out of uh, New England. He's looked good with Cam. Still building that rapport. He's about 33% owned. So go ahead and feel confident with, with these guys. Buy, sell, or hold. We did this segment last week. I liked it so much. I want to do it again this week. So some players that I'm going to be in on, so that I'm going to say bye. First one to start off is wide receiver Adam Thielen out of Minnesota. Yes, he had the uh, down week this week. He's the clear-cut number one option in the Vikings' pass attack. And judging how their defense has looked in the first two games, we're going to see plenty of pass-happy games out of Kirk Cousins. Sure, he looked horrendous, but that is a blip on the radar and one that will allow you to buy him low. 
Next one is wide receiver Kenny Galladay out of Detroit. So there may be some teams who drafted Galladay in the second round and they're panicking. You know, if you look at the roster and notice like that they're 0-2, throw an offer out there for Galladay before he's even back on the field. This is where you must take advantage of the situation they're in. He's going to be locked into wide receiver one production upon his return, which could be this week. So hurry up on that. By wide receiver DJ Chark at Jacksonville. When you know the best receiver on the team has had seven targets over the first two weeks, you should thank the fantasy gods for a buy low opportunity. Some will say that this is a concern, but those same people are fading AJ Green because he's not efficient. Chark will get more targets in the coming weeks, and he's already efficient. The buy low window will slam shut when he gets those targets. All right, so I'm going to sell running back James Conner out of Pittsburgh. I was high on drafting Conner before the season began, but he quickly reminded us that why he's a risky pick in the drafts. The Steelers went back to him as a workhorse role in Week 2, but if we were to suffer another injury, it could mean it, it could be all that they need to just go to into a full-blown timeshare. He's a risky player to own the rest of the season, so... Put some feelers out there and see what you might be able to get off of uh, off of a trade for Connor. And then some guys I want to hold right now. So running back Joe Mixon out of Cincinnati. There are going to be a lot of Mixon owners panicking right now. So don't be shocked if you get some offers for him uh, this week as a sharp owner looks to buy low. Uh, the Bengals offensive line has struggled early on. And it's left Mixon with a little room to work with. However, the weeks progress. We're going to see defenses worrying more and more about rookie Joe Burrow, and it's going to lead to more lanes for Mixon. So don't be selling him for cheap. And then hold quarterback Carson Wentz. We talked about him last week. We're talking about him again this week. There's going to be a lot of fantasy managers concerned with Wentz's after this really slow start to the season, but I urge you to hang in there. He and Deshaun Watson are the only two quarterbacks who've posted quarterback one type numbers in at least 15, 50% of their games, each in the last three years. His receivers, his offensive line, they've been dinged up early in the year, but they'll right the ship in the coming weeks. It all starts against the Bengals this week. She's just the All right, some streaming quarterbacks that I'm fond of this week. So let's start it off with Garner Minshew out of Jacksonville. He's got the Miami Dolphins. He's about 32% owned. He's got the Thursday night game. He Right now he's averaging 256 yards and three touchdowns a game. That's pretty solid. He's quarterback nine on the season. He's, again, looking very solid and playing better than most would anticipate or expect, right? So Garner Minshew, solid play this week. Ryan Tannehill out of Tennessee is the next man up. Uh, he's got he's at Minnesota. He's about fifty or not fifty forty six percent owned. I almost picked him last week and I should have. He was on the dock and I just didn't I didn't commit to it. Well, guess what? He's averaging two hundred forty four yards and three touchdowns as well. He had four touchdowns last week, so he's quarterback ten on the season. I'm gonna trust in Tannehill until he lets me down. And the next guy is Daniel Jones out of New York. He's got San Francisco. He's about 55% owned. San Francisco just lost uh, Nick Bosa. And 
Daniel Jones just lost his uh, his running back. So guess what? Jones is averaging 260 yards and one touchdown. He's quarterback 24 on the season right now, which isn't all that great. But with no Saquon, he's going to have to handle the load. I look at him like last year's Jameis Winston, where someone who's going to throw for a lot of yards, he's going to throw for some interceptions, but he's also going to get touchdowns as well. All right, some streaming defenses I'm fond of this week. The Indianapolis Colts, we're going to try them again. They got the New York Jets. They're 40% owned. They have the best matchup in the week. Stream any defense against the Jets because the Jets look like they've just given up. And then I like the Los Angeles Chargers. They got Carolina. The Chargers are about 30% owned. They had a solid game week one against Cincinnati. And even though they didn't have much fantasy points that week, uh, this week against Kansas City, they played great defense. Uh, So roll with them against Carolina, who might not have CMC. Well, they're not going to. And at least they're going to put up a solid week, I believe. Uh, the next one is Tampa Bay Bucks. They're at Denver, who's banged up. Uh, Tampa Bay is about 50% owned. They just had a great game against Carolina. Now they face a Denver team that's not going to have their starting quarterback, so they get Driscoll, the backup. And they don't have their number one receiver as well, so I like the Bucks. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show is Week 3 Start Sit. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe. Whatever platform you're on, leave a rating and review. Also, don't forget to enter to win a signed Kenny Kenny Galladay jersey at FantasyKnockout.com. Hashtag Knockout Giveaway. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.